We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on, everyone? Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this Monday morning. Well, a uh, very active weekend, to say the least. I mean, the Sixers get what I think is their best win of the season. It was a great win. Beating Milwaukee, uh, lots and lots of Eagles news. Free agency a week away, but the Hurts Combine audio from three years ago was released by the Birds. The Matt Patricia thing, that he could be an Eagles coach, which is bizarre. We'll get into all of that, plus the fills of spring training, the Andrew Painter situation with his elbow, Chris Rock talking about Will Smith. A lot to do and all of it with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Rich Rich. Hello there, Joe. Hello there, Johnny. You know, the surname Wang is the most popular surname in the world. Wow, would not have thought 107 that. 107 million wangs wow. out there. <laughs> wow, look, look at what you just did there, John. Look at what you did. Uh, giving people a chuckle. I like it. Look, 215-592-9494. You know, this Eagles thing, it's not a chuckle. It's a conundrum. They have to figure it out, and they got to figure it out quick. And obviously, Howie's got a strategy. But let's get into it today, 215-592-9494, and really drill down. On, and I want to hear from everyone what you want to see the Eagles do. I'll just say this before we go any further. The players they're going to lose in a week or two is a huge part of the reason why losing that Super Bowl hurts so much. Because, guys, trust me when I tell you, you ain't getting them all back. And Howie has been very clear. He hasn't talked much since the Super Bowl. But to the extent that Howie has talked, he has been, to use a Jack Nicholson term from a few good men, crystal clear, crystal clear that they're not getting everyone back. So what to do? All right, let's get to it here at 215-592-9494. The strategy you want to see the Eagles use. Here's my thing, John. Let's put it in tiers first off. You got the three main guys, different positions, different body types, but all really impactful in 2022. Hargrave up front. You've got, obviously, Bradbury at corner, and you've got Gardner Johnson at safety, all of whom just played out the last year of their contract, all of whom are really good, all of whom are going to get big contracts. You got those guys. Then you got the lesser players. Just to frame it, the lesser players on defense that are still also effective, T.J. Edwards, Marcus Epps. You got guys up front like Cox and Graham. You got Sayamal on offense. You got Sanders on offense. It's a lot of dudes. And more, by the way. All right, here's my deal. Um, First off, I start with this. I franchise nobody. The only three guys you think of franchising are those first three guys I said. I don't think any of them are worthy of the franchise tag. Huge one-year commitment. I'm walking away from that. By the way, that deadline is tomorrow, so I got nothing on that. Maybe Aaron Sipos is going to use that oh, franchise tag, look right? At that. Yeah, <laughs> franchise tag, his ass right out of town. How about that? Um, look, I, realistically, I think the Birds can probably only keep one of the guys. Look, if you wanted to keep two, you could, but then you lose a ton of other dudes, and I wouldn't advocate that. Here's what I'd say. Prioritize one of them. For me, it's not Hargrave. Love him. Great player. Great player. But 30 years old. The yeah. defensive tackle who's probably about to make 20-plus million on a multi-year deal. He's had his best season. I, John, you don't, have to, you don't have to convince me in any way that he's great. I know he's great. I, my thing is this. One of the three guys, I would prioritize Bradbury. Corner is really important. 
The Eagles have had a lot of success through the years when they've had a great corner tandem. I don't want to see them walk away from that. I remember Troy and Bobby T. I remember Leo and Sheldon. I want to try to lock that up. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but if you're asking me how I want to see the Eagles attack it, I want to see them prioritize Bradbury. It stinks, but be willing to walk away from the other two and try to gobble up Edwards. Listen, T.J. Edwards had a bad Super Bowl. He had a bad Super Bowl, but he had a really good year. He's a good age. He's not going to get, like, the moon money. He's going to get a lot, but he's not going to get enough. That you have to walk away. Same thing with Epps. I'd like to see them keep Epps, Edwards, and Bradbury, and then how he's got to go to work with the external free that's agents crazy. and what the draft said, to try to – that's what it. What you that's just my... said uh, is, is crazy, and they will never do that. Why? What you're talking about is, hey, go outside the, uh, the MO, the modus operandi of this Eagles team going to go get a cornerback and we're going to re-sign and devote uh, funds to a linebacker who was good, not great. Yeah, not massive funds, but but Javon decent... Hargrave was great. Javon Hargrave was all pro great. He was one of the best players in the league at his position, generated sacks from the D-tackle spot, yep. which is so rare. And Javon Hargrave, if we don't re-sign him, because his contract just voided, along with Bradbury's, along with Kaiser White, along with T.J. Edwards, he's going to cost us $12 million bucks, no matter how you cut it. Javon Hargrave, if he's not on this team, still costs us $12 million bucks. So I'm saying that's the biggest dead cap hit on this team. Yeah. Let's, let's address that. Let's bring back a, an incredibly important player. When framed in this, in this fashion, our D tackles right now, our D tackles right now, are Milton Williams and Jordan Davis. I know. Think about that. It's a big drop They were off. our fifth and sixth D tackles this season, and they're now our, our starters. Those are, they're the guys who are on the team. And they both had disappointing years. They're not good enough to be our starters. You've got to bring back Javon Hargrave. I know he's going to cost a lot. I know to make him an Eagle in 2023, it's going to be somewhere near $20 bucks. but we're already paying him twelve. Yeah, but it's probably John like three years, sixty can be million. Short. And, uh, see, it can be I'm not short, letting you and do he'll that. Like it John, short. He'll want it short. I don't agree with because you. that means he can be up again for a free agent deal in two years. He's going to want a good John. He's going to get paid a lot I, of money. I understand. You're I trying understand. to circ- you're trying to circumvent the system. Too. I, I want him, but it's a short deal. No, it ain't, man. He's, he's want, got bargaining power. Uh, he does. He's got leverage. He was awesome this year, and and sometimes you just got to bite the bullet, and you and you gotta you gotta pay the guys who are good. He is the most important player for this defense coming back, especially with a new D coordinator. We need think about think about what Howie has said every step of the way. He keeps reiterating, going back to we do things a certain way here in Philadelphia. And what way is that? You start when you build from the inside out. Javon Hargrave falls under that category. And the other the other guy I have my eyes set on, Joe, is is uh, a college kid. I, I'm excited about re-signing Javon Hargrave. Yep. I'm excited about the Eagles drafting a running back. I, I think it all could shape up into the Eagles draft a running back in the first round. No round. way. Zero percent chance. And I'm excited about it. I am excited. <laughs> I, I don't know how you man. couldn't be excited. I, it feels like Jameer, Jameer Gibbs is – going to fall into our laps at 30. And Jameer Gibbs, uh, I was one of the, you know, one of those few people out there who watched a lot of the combine, sure. watched guys running 40s and yep. doing drills over the weekend. This Jameer Gibbs guy, 
he is what we need. I, I look, I understand we're not going to have we, – we've got four starters returning on our defense. Does it feel like, hey, there's there's one side of the ball we should focus on a little more than the other this year? I think so. Big time. Our offense, our, our offense is so close to complete. Yep. You add a star at running back, and we didn't have a star at running no. back this season. This offense can contribute to the defense in terms of keeping the ball away, run the ball, run the clock, keep it out of the opponent's hands. That makes our defense better. You draft a, a running back in the first round, at the end of the first round, another Alabama guy, and our offense gets just that much better that the defense doesn't have to be as great as it was this year. Well, look, everyone everyone can weigh in 215-592-9494. I mean, there's so much to it. What you want to say, again, one if you don't know, one week till free agency. So Monday of next week is that what they call legal tampering period. Then all the deals can become official Wednesday of next week. But the action really happens on Monday next week and Tuesday to an extent. What do you want to see the Eagles do? What should should Howie's strategy be here a week out from free agency 215-592-9494 who to prioritize, who not to prioritize? How to sort of choose between Hargrave, Bradbury, and Gardner-Johnson. It's not easy. I'll say this. In arriving at the answer of Bradbury, I struggled with that. But I, I just view Hargrave at 30, and it's, it's, a, it's only a year older. It's only a year older than Bradbury. But, you know, I, it's, a, it's a tough spot, man. There's a lot of wear and tear on that body, interior defensive lineman. That worries me. I also do want to see them try to keep Epps and TJ Edwards. I think those guys are solid players. I think they are good dudes. The town vibes with them. I think good culture, guys. There's no doubt about that. I know Edwards had a tough Super Bowl. I get it. The other thing is you also got to figure out, I mean, we haven't even touched on the Cox and Brandon Graham aspect. And I think for most people it's very easy to say, walk away from Fletcher Cox. I don't like him as much. I mean, that's literally the answer for most people. Walk away from Fletcher Cox. I don't like him as much as I like Brandon Graham. Well, let's take on the Brandon Graham thing. So is that go out of your way to keep him? Or is that be willing to walk away? Because to me, I got to be willing to walk away unless it's a pretty damn cheap price. And, and it hurts the heart to say that. It hurts the heart to say that. But I got to call it like I say it. I mean, if the Eagles have to choose between Brandon Graham at his age or T.J. Edwards at his age, I'm choosing T.J. Edwards. I just am. Well, think about think about his worth to our defense this last year. T.J. Edwards was out there calling the defensive huddle every play. Brandon Graham got what a handful of snaps in the Super Bowl. Remember, he he was not prioritized because of the low number of snaps for the game. I mean, I want to say he had just a handful. I mean, like maybe twelve, ten, twelve. Uh. Yeah, something something like that. He just like Miles Sanders was no longer prioritized in the postseason. Think about that. Miles Sanders was outtouched in our postseason. He was he he had the same number of touches going through the first two rounds, yeah. and then Kenny G with yep. everything that happened in the Super Bowl, he was the guy that we leaned on a little bit more. Brandon Graham wasn't leaned into either, and I think no. it was just a harbinger of things to come. It was sort of a, a little preview of what 2023 would hold. You know, I'll say this: this is a a mark where this is a spot where how we see. Here's the, here's the way. If I'm talking about how to strategize it, this is what I'm leaning into, and this is not what a lot of people are going to want to hear, but I think it's the wisest course of action. Howie's got to do it again. What do I mean by that? He found Hargrave on a contract that he that Hargrave outsized the contract. He exceeded the contract. He found Gardner Johnson at good value. He found Bradbury at good value. He's got to do that again. 
And that is in all likelihood going to be players that we are not accustomed to knowing about because they're not, they haven't been Eagles. That's like, that's my, if you want my strategy, my strategy is sign one of the three big guys, probably Bradbury, try to keep Epps and, and TJ Edwards, and then let Howie go to work on, on, I hate to say it, but being willing to walk away from a lot of guys that are going to get a lot of money and try to get it right when he gets the external guys and brings them in. And I know there's been plenty of history where he has not gotten that right. Look, there's been times he got it right like this past year. There have been times when he's gotten it really, 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 really wrong. But I think the only way to sustain this, by the way, all of this is under the umbrella of the Jalen Hurts contract extension, which we all, I think, think is happening. It's going to happen. It's probably going to happen soon. It's going to be an enormous amount of money. Once that is what it is, I think you have no choice but to try. I'm not going to say bargain basement guys externally, but dudes that are cheaper that haven't proven as much that it's Howie and his scouts job to believe in their future, not these Eagles players that we love past past is Cox Graham. And to an extent, Hargrave, I don't care how good he was this year, 30 year old defensive tackle. If it's 20 million a year and he's one of the most coveted free agents in football, that's probably a three-year, $60 million deal. I can't do that. Look, 215-592-9494, what to do? How to strategize it a week from free agency? We're going to get into so much today, including the Patricia News, Chris Rock. John's got a song he did from this weekend. All of it on the table today and your phone calls, 215-592-9494. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code WIP1000 and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
brought to you by NJ Diet. And according to the Inquirer's Marcus Hayes, Nick Sirianni fired popular defensive backs coach Denard Wilson after an acrimonious meeting this weekend. The Eagles, according to Marcus Hayes, are trying to paint this split as amicable, but sources telling Hayes that is untrue. Sixers at the Pacers tonight off their huge win Saturday in Milwaukee. 40 days to lose 20 to 40-plus pounds. Contact NJDiet.com to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days. Visit NJDiet.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by NAS Cancellary. Mix of sun and clouds, a high of 54. It is currently 39. Philadelphia asbestos attorneys, NAS Cancellary, have collected over $500 million for 5,000 asbestos victims. Call 215-546-8200. To stream 94WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP. All right, welcome to uh, Monday morning. Jetta Camera and uh, John Ritchie, Rhea with us, Seltzer as well, and free agency a week away. James, Twitter poll question of the day. That's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Routine maintenance to major repairs. Armin Chevrolet Service Center has same-day appointments available. Certified service, ArminChevy.com. All right, so today's question, which player is most important for the Eagles to keep? And we've narrowed it down to three, because while they have a ton of eligible free agents, they have three that are really great players still. Uh, a, Bradbury, B, Gardner-Johnson, C, Javon Hargrave. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. We'll see where the results go through through the show. John, that was pretty interesting information Ray just said there, you know, the Marcus Hayes report. Yeah. That, that Wilson, Denar Wilson was fired yeah. by Sirianni. And listen, these are the types of things that happen when you win and people want jobs. And Again, we're talking about players that want, want jobs and want money. He probably wanted the defensive coordinator position. He didn't get it. Yeah, the word is he was upset. We know how big culture is for Sirianni and how big it should be for any organization that wants to do good. I mean, so we know wow. that the, I know we know the players like Denard we know Wilson. The DBs loved Denard Wilson. Ah, that's, that's interesting. Also, just for yeah. clarification, so people know the way it was sold by the Eagles, we assume Ian Rappaport out yesterday after being a finalist for the Eagles defensive coordinator's uh job that went to Deshaun Desai. Philly defensive passing game coordinator and DB's coach Denard Wilson and the team are mutually parting ways, sources said. So, obviously, the way it's sold out there, yeah. different from what Marcus The interesting saying. thing, Joe, in this article, that it also says this was entirely Sirianni's call as both Laurie and Roseman adored Wilson. Wow. Wow. Well, it, it, there's a lot of elements to that. It means Sirianni's got power and trust from the guys above him. It also means that conversation must have really gone awry. Don't you think it's interesting also that, that Gannon took Nick Rallis to be his D.C.? Like, Nick Rallis. Denard Wilson was never in that mix. Like, Denard Wilson was not taken by the previous defensive coordinator as he's making his new group, and I don't know exactly how that well, works. Well, here's where that can work sometimes, and we'll get right to the phone. Sometimes you can have a scenario where if a guy like Gannon leaves, Sirianni looks at Gannon and says, dude, I might go with this Wilson mm-hmm. guy. Don't raid my whole staff. Mm-hmm. You want to take this younger guy? I get it. We're not going to name him. But Wilson's got, like, I'm just going to make up a number, a 50% chance to be my defensive coordinator. Don't take him. And then sometimes, because yeah. Gannon got the top of Sirianni, you'll say, all right, yeah, I get it. You keep him. But then in the but end, they don't choose. That's, that's the problem. Yeah. 
you have to be decisive here. In the end, if you're going to say, hey, you, you got to leave this guy for me. You can't pillage my entire staff. You, you, you have – there's some degree of responsibility to that coach. Look, this and stuff- Denard Wilson, he was expecting something from this, and, and he was very, you know, understandably perturbed at the outcome. And, and now you've got this. Now you've got what's, you know, potentially, according to, you know, Marcus Hayes' words, you know, potential to fight off a right. mutiny here. Because, guys, the reason our defense was so good, the reason we had 70 sacks in the regular season is not because it was crazy scheme. It's because we were locking things down with our DBs. Well, that was a big part Denard of it. Denard Wilson's. Yeah. Group was locking it down, giving the D line more of a chance to get to the quarterback. Well, one more, one more now layer he's on the street. No, I get it. One more layer. I'll throw into this: Bradbury and Gardner Johnson and Epps all were part of that group. All are free agents. Yeah. And so, does this influence whether they choose to come back? Look, it sure could. I mean, there's a lot to it. Let's go to the phones: two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Free agency, Eagles culture, which obviously seems like it's. Um, going to be tough to replicate it is they're going to try but man it's going to be tough kurt kicks us off this morning good morning kurt good morning uh first of all john i'm with you on jameer gibbs i was a little bit skeptical going into the combine because he just looked a little bit light yeah. but uh, he's a guy that gives the that would give the offense a dimension oh. that it really just doesn't have explosion i mean I, I there's a lot of people comparing him to like a young alvin kamara the guy, the guy had 444 yards receiving last year. He is a threat, like the the full threat yeah. for a running back in this league in terms of catching the ball, running the ball, and the Eagles and, have and just it. the burst he's yeah. got, the it, juice he's got. It looks different when he runs. Eagles have not had a pass catching threat running back probably since Lashawn. I mean, they've been barren for almost about a decade now in that regard. And think about other that. than Sproles too. Yeah, okay, but I mean yeah, someone I who's you meant. I'm a just, first I'm down just, yeah, back. I knew, I knew you yeah, meant. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying Sproles, Sproles could catch. Yeah, correct. <laughs> All right, so, you know, this is a cool thought exercise, but at the end of the day, John's right. Um, as much we, We're all going to have our preferences, but how he's going to go from the inside out. He's going to prioritize uh, Javon Hargrave because it's worked. Mm-hmm. He built the lines first. And, yeah, Joe, you're right. I mean, and, John, one of the reasons the, the, the D-line got the opportunities to get to the quarterback is because of the secondary. But yeah. they're going to have an opportunity to replenish the secondary in one way or another. Yeah, but, Kurt, um, here's the thing. When you say it worked, it worked because J- Javon Hargrave made close to half of what he's about to make. How his job is to find the next guy. Not to pay Javon Hargrave double, it's to find the next guy that the league undervalues. That's his job. It is, but it's also his job to to do the math and run the algorithms and determine whether or not Hargrave is worth the money they'd have to pay to keep him. And if Howie decides that's the case, and honestly, based on production and what he brings to the table as as an interior defensive lineman, he probably is going to be worth the money that he's going to have to pay to keep him. Now we'll see. Kurt, appreciate the call. Good call out of the gate. Let's go to Mike and Berwin right now. Hi, Michael. Hey, how are we doing this morning? Great, Mike. Listen, what I want to do is I want to get rid of Slay. Yeah. Trade him or whatever, you know, not just dump him. But I, I don't, by the way, at all. He, ha- he hasn't showed up the whole second half of the season. He showed up. He didn't play as good in the second half as the first half, but he still was very effective. Okay, you have to pick one, Slay or Bradbury. Who do you keep? I keep Slay because it's easier. I just I already have him. 
I don't have to convince them of anything. I already have them. Well, See, now I'm, I was thinking I'm getting contracts. Rid of no, no, I get, I get you. I think they're, <laughs> I, listen, Mike, I think they're very comparable players. I know John thinks Bradbury's a little better. I think Slay's a little better. But you're basically flipping a coin. I just, I'm not in any rush to move off of Slay. I know, unless he is of such a bad mindset, culture-wise, and some of the comments last week, but I don't think it's that bad. So my instincts are keep Slay, lock in what you have, and try to get some of these other dudes, including Bradbury, but letting Hargrave and Gardner Johnson walk. I agree with you with uh, with the two uh, linemen. I agree, you know, we should try to keep Edwards. I do like Edwards. He's a solid you know, player. No, I'll tell you this, he's though. A, he's going to get money that the Eagles don't normally give to a linebacker. I mean, he's it's. I don't think he's going to get as much as Nigel – and I appreciate the call. John, I don't think he's going to get as much as Nigel Bradham got after 2017. But T.J. Edwards is going to get a chunk of money. I mean, when the Eagles moved away from Jordan Hicks after 20 – excuse me, Brad – you know, Hona, yeah, so – um, Nigel Bradham got the money after 17. Hicks got a chunk of money after 17. Eagles walked away from it. They just said, hey, we love you. We, we don't love you enough to pay you that. This is going to be fascinating to see what they do with T.J. Edwards. He's a very solid football player. He had a good year. He had a bad Super Bowl. He's at a good age. Solid football player doesn't mean, you know, double-digit millions per year. What, what he is on tap to be worth yep. is, you know, when, when you look at his calculated market value, Close to twelve million bucks a year. That like, is a lot. Is T.J. Edwards that good in your mind? In my mind, I I love the guy. I, I love the way he, you know, leads and and you know he's he's one of those uh, lead by example type guys, and we know we can depend upon him, but not for twelve million bucks. It is a lot. There's a shudder that goes through me with that. I mean, look, there's no doubt Nakobe Dean's going to start at one of these spots. Yeah, but if it's Nakobe Dean and another. Alex Singleton, I mean, that's where your defense takes such a step backwards. Well, especially if you're potentially losing, like, both linebackers and both safeties. I mean, they're all all free agents. You know, you've got to figure out, do you lose all the entire middle of your defense? Right down the, the middle. End? Right down the middle. I hear you, James. It's, it's a tough spot, man. Look, 215-592-9494. Coming up, we'll tell you how you can win today on our show. Adam Sandler tickets uh, for an event coming up April 14th. So that up ahead shortly. Plus the Sixers, a huge victory over the weekend. We'll get into that in this NFL free agency thing, what you want to see the Eagles do. It's all on the table. Judd Cameron, John Ritchie on 94 WIP. Hey, let me tell you about my friends at Family and Company Jewelers. Guys, if you're thinking about getting engaged, look no further than Family and Company Jewelers in Marlton, New Jersey. You've heard me talking about them often on our show uh, with good reason because they're phenomenal at what they do. They've got great pricing. They've got an incredible showroom. You've got to see the showroom to believe it. Uh, obviously expertise all their years. I believe it's close to 85 years in the business. Angelo and his family and his staff, they've been doing wonderful work for so long on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey. If you're shopping for the perfect engagement ring, look no further than the top five-star rating spot on Google with over 2,000 tremendous reviews, and that is, of course, Family and Company Jewelers in Marlton, New Jersey. Get yourself there. If you're looking to shop for the gal of your dreams, for the ring of her dreams, Go to Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's Diamond Destination. Brought to you by the Warriors for Dentist. Inquirer's Marcus Hayes reporting Nick Sirianni fired defensive backs coach Denard Wilson 
After an acrimonious meeting this weekend, the two met with Sirianni seeking assurances Wilson would work with new defensive coordinator Sean Desai. Wilson, of course, had interviewed for that job. Hayes reporting the Eagles are trying to paint this as an amicable split, but his sources say that is untrue. Hayes adding, this was entirely Sirianni's call as Denard Wilson was, quote-unquote, adored by Jeff Lurie and Howie Roseman. Issues with sleep apnea, the region's number one source for dental solutions in treating snoring and sleep apnea. Dr. Pastor, online, drpaster.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast, mix of sun and clouds today, a high of 54, it's currently 39. To stream 94 WIP, touch your smart speaker. To this Denard Wilson thing you just heard Rhea talking about. It's uh, Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. Here's another aspect, and I'm not saying there's anything you can do about it, but just this is what it is. This is also, in my opinion, one of those negative results of playing as long as the Eagles played in mid-February. What do I mean by that? If you're Denard Wilson, John, if you knew you were not going to get the Eagles defensive coordinator spot, and of course he could not have known that in advance because he was a prime candidate, but if he knew it, hypothetically, he could have then sought out a defensive coordinator spot for a different team yep. in the NFL. But when you play until mid-February and you have an interview process that goes until early March, there's no jobs left. And that's where if you're Denard Wilson and you're sitting in front of Nick Sirianni, you're particularly ticked because you're like, yo, coach, I trusted you. Now, I'm not saying Sirianni did the wrong thing. And he's saying, I, I trusted you too. Yeah. I thought we had a thing going here. It, you know, and, and the players are saying, wait a second. We we love Denard Wilson. We, we thought he was the guy. I know. But That's Sir- who we played for last year. Yep. He kept it together. There were some moments where things could have blown up, and Denard Wilson did a great job of managing all those big personalities yeah. in that room. And now he's gone. But Sirianni has to hire the person that he thinks is the best for the job. And and so it, it gets tricky. Look, it, <laughs> do you believe in Nick Sirianni as a hirer of, of coaches? Uh, this, this is interesting news that Nick Sirianni went potentially above uh, or past or however, well, however you want to put He that. was authorized. The front office. He had he did this. This yeah. was his thing. Yeah. This was his decision. As it should That's be, Ray. Don't you think? Well, here's what I will say is if if the you know reports are true, acrimonious meeting, we know Nick to be a bit of a hothead, right? I mean, we yes. see his demeanor on the sidelines. So if this meeting didn't didn't go well, you know, because it, also in the report it says Wilson wanted to stay. He told Nick that he could work with you know, yes. with the uh, with the side. He said it'd be no problem. Be no problem. And uh, so, and then you're putting in here that Lori and Howie Roseman adored Wilson. I'm assuming that th- that it got heated and ugly. I would agree with you. Yeah. I think that's a fair yeah. assumption. Are the Eagles happy with Nick Sirianni's decision? It it sounds like they would not be. They fired Doug Peterson after winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. This guy did not win a Super but Bowl. But the good news, in my opinion, the good news within this tough news is that Howie and Lurie trust Sirianni. Mm, or maybe they didn't have – maybe he made the – Fired him and then went to them and sure. told them. I mean, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe he lost his cool. Look, I want Sirianni to have power. 
Uh, on that level, it's Sirianni working with the, it's Sirianni working with the coaches. It's not Howie. Yes, I want Nick Sirianni to have that call. John, you can't possibly after your years of telling me about Howfrey, tell me now you want Lurie and Howie yeah. Roseman to tell yeah, you. I've gained a lot of faith in Howfrey. I've gained a lot of faith in their ability to control their staff. We've said that year after year after year after year. And this is this is Nick Sirianni. I going above. We don't know that. We don't know that. It's not okay. going above, John. It's okay. being authorized. Having that power. power. Having that power. Yes. Having that power. When I don't I, look, who do you have more faith in, Howie Roseman or Nick Sirianni? My answer is Howie Roseman. I don't know how your answer could be any different. Well, there's well, Sirianni's two for two in terms of his coordinators getting head coach jobs pretty quickly. I yeah. mean, it seems like he's okay well. at picking a staff. He got to the Super Bowl in his right, second so, year. I don't know if he necessarily picked Gannon. Or if that was a... And they that were was, in Indy together. Yeah, I, you know? I think you did. I Look, we, we have a lot on the table here. You can react to 215-592-9494. We also have to give away today a pair of tickets to see Adam Sandler at the Wells Fargo Center, a live event, Wells Fargo Center, April 14th, obviously coming up in about a month. Tickets on sale at Wells Fargo Center, philly.com. Uh, now, John, it was back in the mid-1980s. Matter of fact, Seltzer, let's cue it up here first. I got to hear it. Cause it's... All right, let me hear it. Yeah, I do want to hear it. What a song. Power. Power indeed. Collaboration. I mean, such a collaboration. And really one of the greatest songs ever. And, you know, you got almost all the major stars in the mid-80s. Um, John, We Are the World on this date, 1985, came out. So in honor of that great song and what an incredible collaboration it was. John, I want to hear from you and Rhea and Seltzer and everyone today, 215-592-9494, for a famous collaaboration. Whoever comes up with the best answer to that is going to see Adam Sandler at the Wells Fargo Center Ooh, next month. Nice. Now, I will say this. A great collaboration clearly was not uh, Nick Sirianni and Denard Wilson <laughs> no. in their meeting over the weekend. Uh, John, give me a big answer. Famous collaborator. And by the way, let me just say, I view this as a combination of um, you got to have some degree of success beforehand. I mean, that's, you know, every, everything's a collaboration. Every movie is a collaboration. But, you know, you got to have a certain degree of success beforehand where you team up. And then you have to have the product it itself be exceptional. Like, We Are the World is an exceptional song. Yeah, sure I would is. consider that a potential winning answer if a caller had said it. John, a great collaboration. What do you got? Uh, these were two of the biggest names in all of music. And early on, I thought that there, there was something going on. Like, they had a, a some deal worked out. Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney making songs together. Back when I rode my bike to Kmart to buy Thriller, when I got that home, there was a Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney yeah. duet on there. Paul McCartney had a duet on his album at the same time. It was The Girl Is Mine and Say, Say, Say. Two great songs by two of the biggest names in all of music at that time. It's a cool answer. Uh, Rhea, give me a great answer here. What do you got? Collaboration. The Wright Brothers. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> we, we don't fly yeah, without them. You long. are not kidding. <laughs> Seltzer, a collaboration. Two uh, scientists who became friends, James Watson and Francis Crick. And uh, decide, you know what? We're both interested in the molecular structure and how to figure out how information's stored there. DNA. You know what's incredible? I know more about Rhea's answer, the Wright brothers, and flight, which I have no <laughs> yes. idea how it happens. Like, I don't know how the plane actually, you know, gets off the ground. I just know that it does. I know more about that than DNA, but I know DNA. Look, a lot of ways to go. Collaboration. I'll give you one here, and I'm going to the Founding Fathers, and they weren't nationally famous by the way there wasn't even a nation initially um but they were locally famous and so they all get sent to philadelphia hey hey you and you and you and you from virginia and massachusetts and pa 
uh, meet at Independence Hall. It wasn't called Independence Hall back then. I think it was, it was some other name, whatever the heck it was called. Declaration of Independence, Constitution, obviously two of the great collaborations of all time. All right, give us mm-hmm. a great answer. Collaboration, best answer by the end of the show. You see Adam, Adam Sandler. And uh, what do you make all this Eagle stuff? Free agency, what to do? Denard Wilson out the door. Sirianni, Denard Wilson meeting. Let's go to Will in Northeast Philadelphia. Hi, Will. Well, Tron, how y'all doing this morning? Doing great, Will. Oh, man, listen, this is a big topic. Um, you know, as far as me uh, being an employee and working for a company, um, I have to look at both sides. You know, um, I would I would take my, you know, other employees and ask, who are the best guys that I know will help me this 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 company sure. and to making it a great company and also keeping them and making it a dynasty as far as you know uh taking pay cuts and you know you got to ask yourself is it, is it about the legacy or about the money you know and i believe you know having a legacy is is priceless well hold on who, who are we and, talking about are you talking about hertz cuz he's the only one realistically speaking that could take well, well, others, I guess, could take a pay cut, but he's the one that could take the biggest pay cut. Is that what you're advocating? Yes, I'm, I'm advocating that. Um, um, it's a tough, it's I, a tough believe, ask, Will. It's a tough ask, man. I mean, but I believe, like, like you got to ask, you know, as a as a person, you got to ask yourself, you know, what I what I want my legacy to live on other than money, because my legacy is going to bring me money. You know, and that's how I. I well, let me, okay, well, let me ask you a question. Let's talk real dollars here. Let's say Hertz can get two hundred and fifty million, and let's say he can accept uh, a lot less and still make one hundred seventy-five million. If you're Hertz's parents, now I want you to really let's say like really give me an answer here. You're Jalen Hertz's parents. Are you really going to tell him, "Hey, Jalen, I think you should take the one hundred seventy-five million instead of the two hundred fifty million." I will. I will come a little closer to to that. Yeah, it's got uncomfortable. It's got uncomfortable yeah. for you, real quick. Then, yeah. yeah, real yeah. real quick, you kind of backed off. Yeah, I mean, but but it's, no, I'm not saying it. Well, but you're but you're not saying yes. You didn't say yes. You didn't say yes. You should take 175 million. If we could meet, if we could meet at, at least 200, yes, <laughs> that would be. And you still leave a leverage for other good players. To help me get to make a dynasty. Some of them. You know? Some. Yeah. Some. Yeah. All right, Will, give me a great answer for a famous collaboration. I mean, a famous uh, collaboration to me, um, music history, man. Um, you took all these guys and you put them and made them a group. They didn't like each other and, and they, they, they became a great family. Wu Tang Clan. You got it, man. Will, appreciate the phone call. All right, coming up in one minute, one minute's time, we are going to get to the 76ers and a big time win over the weekend. Hey, Joe DeCamera here. Isn't it time to invest in yourself? Well, start at PI Dental Center with decades of experience in complex dental treatment. I've been a patient at PI Dental for over 20 years. My mom a patient there for over 30 years. And I say invest in yourself because a lot of people obviously have uh, major issues with teeth. And if you do, I strongly encourage you to get to PI Dental Center and help your future out because Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slough, they are board certified prosthodontists. They specialize in the restoration and replacement of teeth And they are, of course, as I tell you all the time, the originators of the teeth in a day, a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth and implants placed for dramatic transformations in a mere one day. So visit PIDentalCenter.com. That's PIDentalCenter.com. I guarantee you they can help you. PIDentalCenter.com to request a new patient evaluation. All right, 215-592-9494. Now, John, in the midst of all this uh, Eagles conversation, we also, of course, uh, have a 76er squad to look at. And let's take a look at a uh, the window into the weekend, sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Receive 20% off all windows and doors 
with no money down and up to three years to pay off interest-free. Call Guided Door and Window today at 1-877-GO-GUIDA or visit goguida.com. That's go g u i d a. Dot com. John, one of the best things in Philadelphia sports about this weekend was the 76ers win. I do believe it was the win of the year. Now, it yes. doesn't mean the Sixers are going to track down the one seed, but it's the kind of win that I believe should give people hope that come playoff time, the Sixers can, doesn't mean will, can, can <laughs> beat Milwaukee and Boston. They got to prove yeah, it. Yeah, because but this they was, did. This was a big one. Uh, did it? It didn't quite feel like it was a sustainable win, like over the course of a series, but James Harden looked like James Harden from four or five years ago. (laughs) And and that was that was a great sign. I, I can't say I have total faith that he can, you know, keep that up throughout a postseason, but that's the way we need to play. And uh Harden was awesome. Harden He's tremendous. I mean, just jacking up threes from all over the place and they were actually going down that was crazy and the assists they're, they're still way up there he leads the NBA in assists per game and Joel Embiid had 10 assists in this one Joel doing a great job of finding the open man creating that openness yeah. that that I get jealous of quite honestly when I watch other teams uh, do spectacular things like when I watch Dallas able to get open threes consistently because of the way they drive and kick it out. I, you know, get a little perturbed, get a little, little annoyed. Why can't our offense look like that? Well, there were times where our offense was humming and they were moving the ball. And Joel with the big shot late. I mean, oh, the big three was critical, obviously. Beautiful. And, and, and they set a unique distinction. Matter of fact, let's listen post-game interview. It's a Harden and NMB, but specifically Harden on this one. Post-game finding out a rare, and I mean super rare distinction these guys pulled off. James, you and Joel are the first pair of 76ers teammates to have 25 points and 10 assists each since 1967. <laughs> what is it about this partnership that was working so well tonight? Every single game we figure it out. You know, he's, you know, he's a leading scorer. Uh, we, we try to give him the ball, give him the shots. I try to be aggressive tonight. Um, you know, he was aggressive in both ways, scoring the basketball and being a playmaker. So um, we just try to get our teammates involved tonight. It was a good, it was a good job. Raid, does it give you hope? I did. I actually, his his response, you couldn't see the facial expression. You know, you don't see a lot of emotion all the time from James Harden. The, like, he appeared to draw such joy from the fact that they had done that. And the I think way part of that was Joel's reaction too, though. Joel was so jazzed. Yeah, the both of them. I mean, yeah. literally, Harden gave one of those, you know, quick looks, and yeah. uh, and just the way they played together. It, listen, you, you, the bench actually played well, so that was huge. I mean, those two have put up big numbers, but it was I, it was one of the more entertaining second. Believe me, the first half was not very entertaining, but I. It gave me a little hope. Well, I want to find out from everyone at 215-592-9494. Seltzers, AI would say, are you all swolled up? I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're it's so just a regular season the win. They were down by, what, 12 in the in the fourth quarter, came back. It was a nice win. But like, to Richie's point before, it's not sustainable. I still think the Bucs are a better team. And, I, you know, I need to see them do this in the playoffs to believe they're going to do this in the playoffs. You know like, what's, that's where I'm at. You know what's wild? I bet you most people don't know this. The 76ers have the fourth best record in the NBA. And we're down on them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's so that's why But I'm, look, it was yeah. good for it was good for a weekend to yeah. feel something. I mean, you see that loss to Boston about a week ago and it's yeah. like, oh, 
Here we go again. My team's not good enough. And then you see this one. You say, all right, all right. I mean, unless you're James and a lot of other people. Like, no, I can't buy in. All right, everyone can weigh in, though, at 215-592-9494 of whether you can buy in. Let's go to the phones and talk to Dan in Philly right now. Hi, Dan. Good morning, team. What's up? Hi, Dan. Hey, listen, as for I'm not that guy, but I'll always be as long as Joel's here. Is If they ain't making it to the finals, I don't care what they're doing throughout the season. It, it always seems to crumble. But, um. It has. You, you hope, Dan, that there's not the, – the one thing about the Joel postseason injuries, they've been kind of fluky. Now, not all of them. Wow. I mean, the, the sickness thing is like maybe mm-hmm. he just doesn't have the constitution to hang in there, talking about the, the Toronto problem, series. Yeah. But the thing last year was Siakam. I mean, Siakam hitting them in the face. No, I'm, I'm not – It's I'm not, bizarre. I don't have a problem with that stuff. They are odd. I'm just saying it just – the process clearly has – almost flamed out altogether, and it's it's just, I don't know. I, I don't have much to say on the I understand. Make right. it. What do you got on the Eagles? Um, so, I, I agree with James. I mean, of course I trust Nick Sirianni if he has a problem with this guy. Uh, his Two of his coaches that he hired and brought with him are now head coaches within two years. Um, you know, it, it takes a lot to make a, a coaching tree, as we know. Look, look at look, look at most coaches around the league. They don't have trees. Now, Nick Sirianni has two trees. I mean, two branches on his tree. So wow. I don't know if it was insubordination. I don't know if it was uh, disagreement. Um, but if the guy made the call, he made the call. And Joe, I'm with you. I I agree. He should have the power to do it. Yeah. I, I don't know how John went from Halfrey is the devil to Halfrey is <laughs> is all knowing Wizard of Oz. But uh, even, even the Wizard John of Oz, even the Wizard of Oz wasn't all knowing. Halfrey has done a good job. And I, I look. I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of this, the, the coaching decision, who made it. I know the bottom line is there are people who are angry in that building because this decision was made. Yep. And how do they manage that? I, we'll, we have no we'll, idea. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah we is, are. That is a little bit of a, a wild card with Nick Sirianni, right? Is maybe his temper, maybe, maybe his immaturity yeah. with that type of stuff. So sure. we'll, we'll see. This is all in, in the evolution of him, but uh, so far his evolution has been as good as well. So, All right, Dan, other mm-hmm. other than me and my cousin at my senior prom, <laughs> give me yeah. a famous collaboration. Yo, for the first time ever, that wasn't even on my mind. But um, <laughs> thanks, Joe. Uh, Ronald Reagan and Miguel Gorbachev. That's a good answer, man. That's a really that's a potential winning answer. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.